Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. It's a beautiful but chilly Sunday here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cole, how the heck are you, buddy? Dude, I'm just loving. You had to flip the script on me today. Hey, I had to do something. You special. unscripted it a little bit. You hit me with the energy. I'm feeling fantastic today. Uh, got a lot running through my mind. A lot of ideas. Uh, concepts, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you're, you know, you, you know, when you watch those movies and you've got like the math going on up here. I kind of feel like that today a little bit, but we'll see how that goes. Well, as we get into this conversation, I might go blah, but I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. Ready to be back. Who day? Shout out to the Bengals. Who day? About to, uh, about to put a hurting on the Ravens today, I think. Oh, I think the rat birds are going down. Dude. <laughs> That's what we're going to call them. The rat birds. I love it. Shout out to Nick Heflin. I, I stole that one from him. That's what he refers to them <laughs> the as. rat birds. <laughs> oh, Bunch of rat birds. That's hilarious. Well, anyhow, uh, let's just dive right on into uh, some pretty uh, important topics, at least in my mind, Cole. I know we were talking a little bit offline, but uh, a few things that I want to talk about here today. Um, and, and really the, the first thing is something that I've been continually working on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we all work on it and anyone that tells you that they don't deal with this, I think is a load of shit or they probably have a few screws loose and that is confidence. I think we all have periods in life where we might lack confidence and I think that's completely acceptable. Mm -hmm. Now, I think there are certain situations where people maybe really lose confidence for a long period of time and they don't know their next move. So I kind of want to discuss with you maybe some best practices in terms of how you think about confidence. What is confidence to you? How would you look to improve your confidence over time? And I'll, you know, share my thoughts as well. And I can lead with those too, but I definitely want to get your perspective just working <clears throat> with you over the past 13 plus months and even knowing you before, but you know, we didn't see each other for numerous years. I knew you were a very outgoing and confident person and maybe you were innately born that way, but I, I guarantee you there are still situations that you're in where you're probably maybe like, Oh, I don't know what's the right move here. I am lacking a little bit of confidence. I think we all have it. I don't care if you're Dwayne, the rock Johnson, uh, the president of the United States, everyone kind of has those ebbs and flows of confidence. So I really want to kind of start things off with, with that. I think if you look back or think back when you were a young child, like you probably aren't necessarily afraid of that many things. Now, there are certain situations where you're afraid because you're a young child, but, um, you have a parent there that reinforces that, hey, you're learning. You can go and figure out how this world works. So you're probably more inclined to take certain types of risk when you're a child and your confidence gets built up. At least I think so. Mm -hmm. And you have a parent there, typically. I know there are certain situations where uh, people don't have that luxury, but you have someone there to reinforce that, hey, what you are doing is a-okay or that's the right thing to do and i think that's how confidence slowly builds up in a child but as you start to age you know you get into your teenage years your young adult adolescence you become a young adult sometimes you don't always have someone there in your corner or maybe you do and i think that's where you and i could also maybe talk about trying to have good mentors in your life but i think the point being a lot of people probably lose some type of 
confidant or someone there to kind of help coach them and keep that confidence going. So that's kind of my intro intro statement with confidence. I kind of want to get your take on, you know, how you perceive confidence times in maybe your personal life where maybe it hasn't been as strong as it needs to be. And for anyone listening, how would they maybe work on their confidence if they're struggling? Well, that's a lot to unpack. Um, you know, I I want to I want to kind of unpack the word confidence and and some of these stigmas I believe that are around confidence in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, confidence to me is not necessarily, and a lot of people that know me and and people that have heard me on the podcast and follow a lot of our our stuff look at me and go, that's a confident individual. He's he's confident, and a lot of the reasons why people assume I'm confident. Is because of what if I what I portray, right? The, the message, the the shoulders up, the you know the chest chest puffed. They see that and they go, man, that's a confident guy. That's that dude is just probably you know they assume I'm confident in everything I do. And I want to I want to be very clear here when I'm unpacking the word confident is that it does not necessarily mean that you are an outgoing extroverted chest out type of person confidence is not only about what you portray but it's also about what you feel internally so that's the first thing i just i I think that a lot of the times we just like anything in life we look at it from a surface level and say oh that you know that's just a confident individual or confident person we look at it and say oh they must have been and you mentioned this born that way Mm -hmm. man i wish i could have that kind of confidence and i'm here to tell you that like that is not, not, not the case. I was not born, you know, I might have been born as an extrovert. I, I am who I am. I believe we're all unique individuals. But I, I'm not a proponent of the, oh, I'm just confident because I was born that way. I, I'm confident in myself because of an internal belief system I have based around morals, values, and, and, and truthfully, like, self-talk. I mean, self-talk is a huge, huge, huge added uh, piece of the puzzle when you're talking about confidence. So coming back to like, hey, Cole, you know, what does confidence mean to you? I'm, I'm kind of mixing up your questions a little bit here, but what does confidence mean to you? How do you practice it? And and, and where do you see uh, areas in your life that you've been able to, to improve your confidence? I would say first, confidence is not just an external thing. It's an internal thing. To me, it's a matter of, you know, self-talk. Uh, it's a matter of, doing little things and winning. So, you know, I'm going to unpack that for a second, Hayden, because I think this is super critical. The only way you build confidence, and especially like at a young age, you talk about from children, you have a, a, you know, I have a, a daughter, Ava, who is extremely confident, but she's extremely confident for a few reasons. One, she has mom and dad and, and grandparents and teachers all, all feeding into her. Good job. You did great. You, you know, you're, you were creative. You're smart. You're funny. You're caring, right? They're building her confidence to practice those things outside of just, you know, in the in the home, right? I'm, I'm a caring individual. I'm gonna go practice being caring. I'm a kind individual. I'm gonna be kind. So there's a lot of that stuff, and there also is the winning aspect of it and by winning i don't mean you go play a, a basketball game and you win the game what i mean is little things in life that challenge you that you can quote unquote get small wins out of and that's a big 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 proponent of confidence and i'm simplifying this but what i'm what i'm trying to get here and hit home 
is that you gain confidence by doing things and you get it and you you do things continuously to help build that confidence. So if you do something right, let's say I go outside and shoot a basketball and I make it, right? Now I'm pretty confident I can make it again. But if I miss it again, I'm, I'm probably going to lose some confidence. Okay, I'm one for two, right? I'm only 50%. But if I shoot that ball 60 times and I've made it 40 times, my confidence level of shooting again, knowing that, hey, if I keep shooting, I, I can probably hit most of my shots, my confidence level is going to go way up. So I believe that we all as individuals and what people see using me as example as an external confidence factor, I'm confident because I know that if I do things enough over time that I can achieve or get to where I want to go and promote that. Now, I think there is an, another aspect of it, Hayden, that I'm going to flip to you um, is, is, hey, you know, how do you... How do you exude confidence? Meaning, how do you portray confidence? How do you build that? I think there's a lot of um, a lot of different tools out there. Uh, I think it's posture. I think it is uh, you know the way you pro- you know project your voice, whether it's super loud or super quiet. It's not necessarily the the volume, but the tone. I'm a volume guy. But if you haven't noticed, I kind of I I, I my tone changes with things that I say. So there's certain actual things you can practice to portray confidence that you might feel. But I think confidence as a, as a whole is about practicing things consistently. We're always going to come back to that, practicing things consistently that you can, over time, build a, a almost a, uh, a willingness to continue trying because you're, you're not as worried about failing. And when you're not as worried about failing, you're going to be confident more in succeeding. So... Again, I mean, there's there's so many routes we could go with this, but I believe wholeheartedly that if you practice something consistently over time, you could build your confidence just by, uh, you know, just by pure grit and also just by the fact that, like, you're going to get more immune to that negative adversity and you're going to be more prone to believing in yourself because you know, like, Hey, if I take a few more shots, I could hit two out of three. So it's, it's a simple, simple, simple kind of analogy there. But I think there's that, there's those, those things I just wrapped up. And then you, you mentioned like the, the child thing and, 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 and getting into life later where you don't have people that are building into confidence in you or, well, I believe that there's another path to that, and I think you should probably talk more about this because you mentioned mentors and you mentioned people bringing people into your life that help to build that confidence. And I think there's people in your life that can do that in certain ways, and there's people in your life that can actually break your confidence down. And you have to identify them and lean into that relationship uh, and and try to separate from the people that are bringing you down as much as possible. Yeah, Cole, I I think you bring up a ton of great points there, and I really appreciate that the level of detail you you shared. I do want to kind of highlight a couple of things that stood out in uh, your conversation. I think one, body language is extremely critical, no matter who you are, your age, et cetera. That really says a lot about how you might be portrayed or perceived, and that can make you feel internally maybe a little bit more confident, even if you aren't necessarily confident in the moment, but making direct eye contact, having your shoulders back and up, 
Uh, little things like that do make a difference. Um, and the other word that you said that stood out to me is practice. It's something you have to continually practice. Maybe for some, they don't have to practice as much, um, and it might be more so innate. But if you are someone out there that might be struggling with, I'm not always confident being out in front of people or public speaking, whatever it might be. I know there's a lot of realms we could go into. Practice. Get in front of a mirror, you know, have a conversation with, uh, I guess, yourself in front of a mirror and just practice on the little things. Um, and that will go a long way. It's all right to understand that you're not always going to be confident as you were highlighting, like you have to practice in the more attempts that you take, the more you get familiarized with, oh, okay, this is what confidence kind of means, but you have to kind of enjoy and understand along that journey, there's going to be situations where you're not confident and that's all right. Don't dig your yourself into a hole and be like, oh, I'm never going to be confident again and like start really picking yourself apart, which ties back into what you also highlighted and having positive self-talk. But recognize along the way, there are going to be those moments or periods in time where you're not confident, but knowing, hey, I've gone through this before. What can I do to get back on the right track? Mm -hmm. And I think this kind of plays into where we're going to be navigating this conversation. And that is as you get older in life, you want to make sure that you have good mentors because mentors mean a lot. And everyone probably has their own interpretation of what a mentor uh, might be. It could be uh, Cole, you and I, I think our relationship is a form of mentoring one another, which is great. So for anyone out there that might be thinking, oh, a mentor is someone that 30 years older than me. Right, right. exactly. What, Whatever that arbitrary thing might be. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. It could be. Uh, don't get me wrong there. But you want to have people that essentially build you up they're honest with you. They're not there to kind of shit on you, but they will tell you kind of what you need to be hearing, not always what you want to hear. Mm. Cole, you and I kind of have these conversations <laughs> behind closed doors. There's been definitely moments in time where Cole's had to check me and I've had to check him, but <laughs> we had those candid conversations. Yep. And I know we're going a little bit down a rabbit hole, but you want to have mentors in your life that mean well, they want to see you succeed. And when you do succeed, they're right there to coach you and celebrate and be along for that journey. Um, so you want to have positive mentors, whether it's peers, whether it's people older than you. And sometimes, you know, age doesn't matter, really. I, I don't know why I'm going into age. You could have people that are younger, older, the same age, et cetera. It could be friends, family. And even if you don't think you can be mentored or coached by whoever that person um, is in your mind, I think one of the best ways is to go out and buy a book or go to the library and get a book. Like that is someone's distilled information that they have taken time and consolidated into a book for you to kind of take their learning. So you don't have to go out and research and spend as much time going through their failures. For example, and Cole, I'll let you then start to jump in here. Like Tony Robbins has been someone that I've kind of looked up to uh, and read mm -hmm. kind of his philosophies. I know some people might be like, he's not for me. And that's all right. The point being is find someone that maybe you look up to or you're inspired by whoever that might be and if you don't feel like you have the ability to actually talk to them in person or online because we all know things can be expensive or they could be people of quote unquote uh high status etc 
go out and look at their work. Like there are plenty of re, uh, resources available, whether it's online with eBooks or again, their books. I think that's another great way, but also making sure that you do have actual face time with real mentors and people in your life. Yeah. And I think, um, there's a, there's a lot of good there. Hayden, I was, I was thinking to myself when you were talking about, you know, practicing things, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, duh, you know, ding, 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 little light bulb went off. We can all relate to this. You ever think, think about to a, think back to a time, imagine this. I want everybody listening to like use their imagination for a minute. Imagine a time when you tried something new or you tried something scary or for most, for a lot of people out there, imagine the first time, I'm going to use a very specific example. Imagine your first time public speaking, whether it was in front of your class, whether it was in front of your, you know, your grade school class or your high school class or, you know, your, your, your big auditorium at college. Imagine the first time you got up in front of people and had to speak. How nervous were you? I guarantee you that nine, I, I, I would, I will stake my name to this. 90% of us that are listening, 90% of us out there would say, I was about to piss my pants. I was so nervous. And the reason being is you were nervous because it's something you hadn't done often. You have all these eyes on you. You don't want to misspeak. You're nervous, right? Now go to the fourth or fifth time you did it. Imagine, go back, go go, go a, f- a few years forward, right? Now maybe all of us haven't done four or five times public speaking, but I'm thinking, you know, go to the next, the next four or five times. How did you feel that fifth time versus that first time? For me, my ability to public speak is not because I'm just not nervous. I still go up and ha- and, and and I'm nervous and I have I have some anxiousness. But I've done it so many times now that I'm not I'm not worried it's going to go poorly. I might be anxious, but I'm confident and I'm not confident because I just think I'm all powerful public speaking person. I'm 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 confident because of all the times I've done it, experience. So I, I just wanted everybody to imagine that, and it made me laugh because I was thinking about like, you know, some things I hear that I have to let roll off. That is very egotistical of me if I were to say, "Oh, I'm just the best public speakers." When I'll go out and I'll, you know, I've done eulogies at at. Uh, Funerals, which is a really, really tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. I've done readings in church. I've, I've, I've put myself in a lot of situations to public speak, and people say, "Well, you're just great at that." I'm like, "Dude, you didn't know how nervous I was." Like, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't think I'm that great, but it's a confidence booster. And, and what I'm getting at is that that's just an example, and I think one example that we can all relate to. Public speaking is is a very intimidating thing for most people, but the more times you do it, again, it might not be public speaking. I just was like thinking to myself, like just that. I, the more times you practice it, the more you're going to get a grow your confidence uh, and and feel better about doing that. And and so I, I think we can all apply that to a lot of places in life. I liked the call out you had of of reading books mm. or um, you know. You know, we've got social media, we've got YouTube, we've got Instagram, we got LinkedIn, we've got Twitter, we've got every digital media asset you could get your hands on. Infinite e-book. amount of resources. Infinite. And what I think that is is interesting about that is you are able to get, you know, take somebody that has inspired you and actually go through like a summarized belief system or or process that they used 
to be able to get to where they wanted to get to. Now, their their end of their journey could be completely different than where your journey is going to be. But take those ancillary facts out of it. Take that. Take their situation out of it and say, okay, I can actually look at this or I can watch this and I can I can take something out of it. And I think, you know, for a confidence, something that just, we're talking about confidence and then we'll get, you know, I know you're talking about continual learning. But if you look at this stuff, there's a lot of, uh, confidence, confidence, and and uh, messages intertwined with confidence throughout people that put their story out there. Like it takes a level of confidence to do that. So if you can pick through that and pull some of that out of that, maybe there's some ways to apply that to your life. Um, but I think you know, I, I'm a big believer in just the the practicing and and taking advantage of the mentors. You know, we all like to think, well, I don't have any mentors because I don't know anybody I can meet with once a week that tells me exactly what I'm doing wrong. Well, you know, pick your favorite, pick your favorite author that's written a autobiography about how he achieved what he. Maybe that could be your mentor. Now, maybe you're not sitting face to face with them, but you don't have to put your mentor in a box. You don't have to put learning in a box. Get outside of that 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 norm of what everybody's telling you is the way to go about things, and. Try to keep learning. Try to keep growing. Try to keep pushing yourself. Because the more you're doing that, the more I believe, the more you're you're challenging your your own beliefs, your own um, processes, not in a negative way, but a positive way. You're going to continually get better and better. And you might go into every year saying, "Man, this is the this is this is this year is going to be better than last year," which is where we want to be at. And I think hitting on our last episode, that is a mindset type of thing where you can choose to say, "Hey." 2022, for example, was great. Now, 2023 is here. It mm-hmm. also can be great. You want to build and have compounding results, but that all starts with your belief system followed through with action. Um, wrapping up the, the conversation here with confidence, I think if you were to kind of summarize what Cole and I have been hitting home here on is one, confidence is something that everyone possesses. If you feel like you don't have confidence, then you're probably not going to have confidence. If you feel confident, you're probably going to have confidence. But there's actual tactics that you need to be continually working on or practicing. So confidence is something that you need to continue to work on no matter how old you are, where you are in life, what your uh, job might be. I know we were going into an example with public speaking, but maybe you're just not confident kind of where you are in Mm. life. I think there's certainly plenty of uh, solutions and I'll wrap this up so we can kind of dive into continual learning, which we've been kind of hitting here as well. But um, I kind of lost my train of thought. That's, well, that's wanted, let me, thing, well, you're, you, you get that back. Cause I'm going to add, I'm going to, I'm going to add one more thing. I want to wrap a bow on confidence. This is critical. This is huge. This could be game changing for your life. Stop comparing yourself to mm. others because that is a confidence negator that is going to if you're looking because as human beings we like to compare i do it we like to look at where we're at and say where are they at and say oh they're where i want to be because we see something they have we don't have you know don't do that you know just because somebody's louder than you somebody's more outgoing because somebody can work a room that might be their gift that doesn't make them more confident. Your gift, you need to look. I want everybody to take a look at where they have done things that they're proud of in their life 
and and say, okay, how did I do that? Well, I had to be confident to do that. And maybe I could lean into that. So we all have confidence, like Hayden's saying. I Hayden, I, I love that call out. We all we all have confidence in our own ways. We just might not portray it the same as everybody else. And we're all unique animals. We're unique individuals. You know, not everybody has to be the chest pounding, you know, confidence, confidence portraying person. You know, you aren't you aren't me. You're not Cole. I'm not you. You're not Hayden. Hayden's not me. We portray it differently. I tell Hayden, you're about as confident person I've ever met. But Hayden's not the one to get in the room, go rah rah, and get everybody jazzed up and talk to everybody in the room. That's not his level of confidence. Now, for me, that my, that's where I do portray the confidence. I'm a confident talking to people. That's one of my areas of confidence. I'm not very confident in my ability to uh, organize organize things in the house. That's not my. I I get super 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 stressed out because I'm not very organized when it comes to some some things in my life. I am not confident with my organizational skills. So that's an area Aiden Aiden's like, dude, I I get this knocked out. I get this squared away. That's not my strength. I'm not gonna look down at myself. Maybe I can be better about it, but I, I just want to point that out that confidence shows its face in a lot of different flavors. I love that. And uh we'll we'll definitely wrap this up so we can move on to the next thing. Confidence can mean a million different things. We all possess different variations of confidence as you were highlighting there, Cole. And my other thought came back to me. I think no matter what your situation is with your confidence, like throw the sink at it in terms of maybe you aren't confident in a certain area and you want to see that grow or improve. And what that might mean to you is audit or take stock of how are you spending your time? Are you eating well? Are you sleeping well? I know I'm kind of diving into the health side of thing, but those all can play a role in terms of your confidence. Again, go back to what I just mentioned throw the sink at whatever you're trying to improve upon. Go through a list. Okay, I tried this, didn't work. Go to the next thing. And maybe you have to go back to something that you tried that didn't quite work. And that's where we'll start to get into this concept of continual learning. I think some of the greatest people um, in my mind are people that never stop learning. They're always trying to absorb things. You hear the phrase, you know, my mind's like a sponge. I absorb everything or I try to. Like a lot of kids kind of have that growing up and you shouldn't stop thinking that way in my mm -hmm. mind. Uh, no matter where you are and uh, your age, I, I think you need to continually look to push yourself and learn new things because the brain's always craving like new information. Mm -hmm. But where we have gotten into trouble as a society is we have these just quick and little cheap dopamine hits where we're looking at just TikTok reels that might be filled with just garbage content, which is fine. But what I'm getting at is you want to make sure you're very conscious of the type of learning that you want to spend your time doing and getting better over time. Not to say that TikTok and social media are bad. I know we've had plenty of conversation on that, but you want to allocate some time to get better and continue to learn. You want to research certain topics, pick a topic. I'll actually give the listeners an exercise. Pick one topic for the rest of this month spend an hour 
a day, an hour a week, whatever you can commit right, right, to right. and see how much you can learn between now and the end of the month. Like that's what I'm talking about when it comes to being a continuous learner. And it's not for everyone, but I feel like a lot of people that do tune into our show are people that have the appetite that, hey, I want to get better in my life. I want to improve in my life. And I would recommend, well, if you are someone that wants to achieve more, again, kind of narrow down what that area is for you and go out, spend time, research, get better, look back on where you are at that point versus where you were at the beginning. Well, I think uh, one of the things I was, I was, as I was listening to you, I was, I was trying to digest some of the, some of the message you're trying to, trying to give us Hayden, like, and, and what you're saying. And I was thinking to myself, okay, you know, where I think media and, and life gets us so caught up and, and and stops us from continuously learning is we get into this routine of, you know, schedules and just making it through the day and and having this, you know, set time. And we stop we start losing that novelty of things. We start we stop searching for new ideas because we're so caught up in what we already have going on. And I think the brain craves novelty. I think the brain, the human brain in general, craves something new, something different, something that can make you think in a different way, make you process things differently. And what what I what I love about your message and kind of that that you know challenge you had for people is go pick something novel, something that you may you might know a little bit about. But you're not an expert in. I want to. I want to you know, extrapolate that. Pick something that you might think make you be, might make you better. Might make might be interesting. It doesn't even need to necessarily need to be like a. I'm gonna go step further. I don't think it even needs to be something that's initially when you look at it. So this might make me better. But something that's gonna start training your brain to continually learn. I think something novel. Like for me, my brain craves. I crave like new information, like something I haven't heard before. I, I am not a fan of re of, I get almost, almost go the opposite way. Hayden, when I, when I look up, you know, try to start reading about something and I keep seeing like the same point made in five different ways. I'm like, dude, I already, I've, I've heard this from the first four, four resources. Like, tell me something new, give me something different. And I actually lose interest in it. Cause I'm like, no, you know, there's nothing else I can learn about that. So, I think the novelty aspect of it's important. And I think not just going surface level. So as you're, you're saying, Hey, I'm going to pick something new to, to, to make myself better, to learn something. You can't just like go to one website, read something and go, Oh, I already knew that. Oh, that makes sense. You got to find some really good sources of, of that information. Um, books, I believe are like one of the hidden treasures we still have because you can go find a book that's going to be, and, and again, some of them are outdated depending on what you're looking at. But you can go find a book that you can really get into that you might spend four hours trying to find that that source online, but it's all condensed. So I, I like that idea. I just think, um, I'm just thinking, I was trying to compare my, my own thought process to what you're saying. And I think novelty, novelty to me is huge. And finding something new that you don't know much about. That's going to start like really getting those those neurons firing. 
Exactly. And I, I think we can even uh, highlight an example outside of maybe the traditional sense that we've been sharing here. Like when we say learn, like it doesn't have to be you're reading a book or doing this research. It could be just immersing yourself in whatever it is that you want to double down on or pick up. Like the way that I like to think about things is I am trying to add different tools to my tool belt. I'm mm -hmm. using this analogy here. And, oh, I want that tool. How am I going to get that tool? So in order for me to get that tool, I need to go out and do X, Y, and Z. Right. And that's different to every single person. But for me, let's say over the last 12-ish months, I wanted to get better with digital media. You yeah. know, I knew a fraction of a fraction of what digital media was. And I still don't know much, but I know a little bit more this time, this year than I did last year. Right. And that's what I'm trying to portray or share with you, Cole, and anyone listening is you want to spend adequate time on some type of topic and immerse yourself. It could be reading. It could be getting customer research. It could be just talking to another person. Like only you know what that is. Mm -hmm. Build out that plan and follow through with it. And it might take you six months. It might take you only six weeks. Who knows? Again, it's all relative and it's up to the person but i think all of us have an appetite to want more we crave more and that's where we keep throwing out the term novelty new things find what that is for you try to get better and just double down on adding more tools to your toolkit it builds confidence too amen it does i'm just thinking back to like so my uh i told the story about my kitchen like a few episodes ago i cut the remember because i said the plumber came out BS'd me and I cut the hole in the kitchen. You know, don't tell me you flooded the kitchen. No, I fixed it myself. No way. Yeah, shout out to uh, you know Dude, that deserves a fist bump. Fixed, fixed it myself. Found the found the leak. Fixed it. Guess how much it cost me to fix? I mean, not labor aside. Okay, I was quoted. I was quoted twenty five hundred bucks just to like, replace the pipe. That's not. That's not. That's not getting rid of the. That's not cutting the hole. Put the put the. That was just to open the wall up and cut the pipe. Twenty five hundred bucks cost me ninety three dollars and a few hours of my time. Sure, ninety three bucks, and that's not the whole point of it. But my my point is now that now that I've done that and it was novel to me, like I was calling you about it, I was calling other. Now that I've done that, it was in, it was super interesting and it built my cough. I learned something new, and I also just was like, damn, I didn't know I could do that. Like I did, I I didn't know. Because I'd never done it before, so when I learned, watched some videos, called some friends. I rely heavily on like, I don't. I'm not. I'll watch some YouTube, but I call hate. I, I called you. I called my friend Eddie. Called a few other people I knew have done this stuff before, and said, "Hey, you know, tell me what I need to be doing. Tell me how how should I approach this?" And I did it, and now I'm just like, dude, let's go. Like my father-in-law, like the other night, like last night, he he was construction his whole life, project manager. And he was like, damn, he did a, he like told a man, he's like, my wife, he's like, he did a pretty good job at this. I'm like, let's, like, my confidence now and understanding, like, just a little, little thing like that. But now my confidence in being able to address things in my house, which is my biggest asset. You know, your home, nine times out of ten, your home's your biggest asset. My house is my biggest asset. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can handle things that come up. And not only that, but if I can, like, do something I have no, I've never done before in this area, then like, does that not lend itself later to to being able to take on another challenge that maybe has nothing to do with my house? Um, 
But again, I'm, I'm tying I'm tying these both together here. I love it. But I did learn something new. It was novel for me. Do I want to go do more research on uh, hanging drywall? Absolutely not. There is zero part of me. But again, I learned something new. So now I'm like, okay, what ne- what other what other project can I do in the house that can teach me something different? It's a lot. There's a lot to be said about learning something new and being able to say, hey, like now I've got this in my belt. Dude, I think you packaged that up perfectly, Cole. I think uh, what I'm hearing you say, not to kind of repeat what you said, but essentially when we talk about continual learning or lifelong learning, the more that you attack whatever it is that you want to get better at and you follow through with action, you're going to build confidence. And that's extremely powerful. And then that parlays itself into other challenges or experiences that pop up in your life as you were highlighting. I mean, it's a double whammy. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really appreciate you calling that out. It was a, uh, dude, I mean, that was a win for me. I still got a little sanding left to do, but I mean, I looked at it and I'm like, are you kidding me? You're <laughs> one step from being a general contractor. <laughs> flipping know, homes. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, let's stay tuned. That's the next project. I'm gonna go from 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 doing a, a drywall fix to like, all right, we're ripping and ripping and rinsing and repeating. Yeah. I, I believe it, man. I believe it. I mean, look, the power of YouTube itself is amazing. You can literally type in "How do I do X Y Z" and you'll find probably numerous search results. And you have to probably spend some time trying to figure out. Oh, you know what? That video is not the right one. That's bullshit. It's not great. And then you pick the right one. And it's amazing what you can learn pretty darn quickly. Can you imagine? Well, I'm imagining it already. Like where we are versus where we were 10, 15 years nuts. ago when it came to like, yeah, even a home renovation little project like it that. You, you you would have to be like, yeah, I'm going to have to call someone in to do it because you didn't necessarily have all these resources at your disposal where, oh, you know what? This guy on YouTube showed me that I need to cut into my drywall with this type of tool and drywall is this much. I can go here to get it. And it's, then I put in, you know, these <laughs> screws and that's it. Dude, you can type in a partner. You can go on a, you can literally go on like a serial number of like a screw that you buy and look up like how to install, you know, serial number X. And it'll like have a 15 minute video of how this dude used a drywall screw. And he's like showing you like, Oh, there's the, it's it's nuts the amount of stuff that's out there. It's it's absolutely crazy. I uh, I was thinking too, uh, going back to like the the uh, I lost my train of thought. I'll let you go. Hey, you've been hanging around me too much. <laughs> I, no, I I think though that just use the resources that are at your disposal. That's what we're really kind of hitting home on here as well. Like there's so much good information, probably a lot of bad information too, but. If you have the belief system of, oh, I can do this, or I'm willing to learn and get better over time, you'll amaze yourself in terms of what you can do as a human being. And I think that's really what we're trying to highlight if you were to kind of just simplify what we have been talking about, is if you have the correct mindset or belief system, you might not have confidence right away or throughout the journey, but if you're the type of person that wants to get better, spend that time and continue to follow through. You'll be amazed where you end up. I found my train of thought. And I love what you just said, but I found it. It came back to me. It came back into my brain. So this is just a kind of basis specifically about continually learning mm-hmm. or, 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 or 
pushing yourself to understand more, learn more. We all, you know, let's say, let's use work as an example or running a business. Mm -hmm. And you've got different departments and different roles inside of an organization, right? The smaller you are, the more roles probably everybody has. Yep. The bigger you are, the more specific and more uh, gear pointed, directionally pointed you are at one specific task or, or set of tasks. But we all get to this point in, in any, especially in business, and a lot of points in our, points in our lives, I'm use business as an example, where we say, how hard could that be, right? Mm-hmm. Or why why is this taking so long? Why is my engineering department taking so long? Why is, why is, why is HR doing this? What? We're asking why, and we're getting frustrated, but we don't actually understand what they're doing. We're just asking why. So I think a good a good place for some of us to start as we're asking why or getting uh, or trying to learn more is take a look at like you know maybe it's your office maybe it's your you're on a basketball team I don't know maybe you're on a in a hockey league maybe you're on a uh, volunteering board uh, or part of an organization like that whatever it is take a look at like other roles that people have and ask them questions about what they have going on ask them to show you what they're doing. Because you're going to learn more, you're going to understand how the the wheel turns better, and some of that frustration or some of that misunderstanding that you have, you might be able to 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 solve that, and you might also be able to hold others more accountable if you understand that something that took two weeks should have only taken a couple of days. Amen. Amen, Cole. One last little topic before we wrap things up for today. Who did? Sorry, who day is that what you're gonna is say? Right. I thought you were gonna say that. I I was about to. You you took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. It's like we're we're thinking the same thing. <laughs> but this all relates to I think when we talk about things like confidence and wanting to learn and get better, you also have to take stock in how are you spending your time consuming certain types of media or content. Mm-hmm. And I know we've probably touched on this before, but it's all right to rehighlight. It's something that we're always going to want to work on as as human beings, especially if you do spend a lot of time out there in a digital world. Who are you choosing to interact with or follow on social media? Like be very conscious of okay, like this type of content really isn't going to help move the needle for me. It's distracting me. And again, don't confuse my message. It's all right to use social media to go just pass time, enjoy your time, relax, etc. But there's also a time for when you maybe want to take audit and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to stop or diet from this type of content for however long and really spend a lot of my time consuming this information because you are what you consume. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to take stock at least once, maybe twice a year, maybe even more. It depends on the person. Oh, okay. I'm following X number of profiles. How many of these profiles are preaching, you know, this type of content? And I know you can say that, well, Hayden, all you're trying to do is build it a a vacuum or an echo chamber where it's just you listening to kind of your own belief system, you know, yes and no, but 
if you want to be, let's say, a, the next great public speaker, like go follow those people mm -hmm. on social media, for example, and I guarantee you, you'll learn a thing or two. And that ties into the continuous mm -hmm. learning aspect and building confidence. That's kind of what I'm trying to hit home on. Maybe you want to become the ultimate DIYer, such as Cole and myself. <laughs> you go out and you follow these uh, home remodeling professionals and you're going to learn a shit ton of information pretty quickly and at the same time you're gonna have to decipher in terms of well this person is saying this but it might not be entirely true again that's up to you on your journey but again make sure you're choosing the right people that you want to follow to help nourish and learn where you want to go social media can be the best resource of of important information in our lives we just have to use it the right way i think you're spot on and I'm, I'm just even thinking about my perspective as you're talking through this i'm like okay actually you know that's such a good point and i'm and i just had this mindset shift of like social media it's like you got a bot guy that writes a book that's 50 chapters long that's 300 pages that's all about how he achieves success or you can follow you know, which I'll throw out Grant Cardone. I don't love all the stuff he says, but I do think a lot of the stuff he actually promotes on a social media channel is very actionable. Yep. Um, not a big fan of Scientology. I'll just throw that out there now, but you know what? To each their own. Don't really care. But I follow him, and like a lot of the information he gives about real estate and investing and stuff, like he's giving you information that he could, he's all probably also put in a book, but he's giving you in real time. Like he's giving you like real time, and yes, you get people would say social media is what people want them to see and stuff. But who gives a shit? Okay, if just like reading a book, it's a book that somebody wrote. They wanted you to see a certain way about them, but you're getting it in real time, and you have access to. Dude, you gotta act, instead of having to go call John, who you know has built a, a truck before. You can get online and say building a truck, and you've got fifty thousand people that have built that truck before. I mean, that's sick. That's cool. Like that's that's that is a resource that I'm sure our you know our parents and their parents and the people before back in the 1920s were like holy shit if I'd have had this we I'd have taken over the world our ancestors are like if you're bitching about anything going on in your life right now and again there are certain situations <laughs> yeah, where you can yeah, but yeah. yeah like we have there's no greater time to be alive than now. We have so many resources at our disposal. These damn things literally can do anything and everything. Yep. It just goes back to what is your mindset and how do you want to use this? Is this going to be a distraction or is this going to be a, a valuable tool. tool? Amen. Amen. And with that, who freaking where my dogs at? <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. This was a great conversation, Cole, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks, Thank guys. you.